I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, March 2nd, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals for your FOD, or fact of the day. It's been 945 days. That's how long Hong Kong held firm on its mask mandate until lifting the measure yesterday. It was the world's longest-running mask mandate in place since July 2020. You know, it's interesting, Jay, because I have to say it feels like mask mandate in Canada was forever ago. How is your post-mask mandate life? Yeah, I still have a lot of extra masks, that's for sure. Maybe we over-purchased, but I'm glad we're not wearing them everywhere anymore. It seems like 945 days is maybe 300 days too long. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, look, I think we're in a good place now where, you know, this is probably how it should be, which is if you want to wear a mask because you feel like that makes you safer, then great, awesome, and you should be able to wear that freely. And if you don't want to wear a mask, you don't have to wear a mask. I think having that balance is nice. And so good for the people of Hong Kong for now being able to kind of go into that phase of the pandemic. But yeah, that's a long time, 945 days. Although it's nice to see Hong Kong open up and maybe I'll have to consider a trip back there soon. Uh, Brett, you know who it's not good for? Who? People who make masks. Yeah, you know what? And there's probably a lot of people just across the border there from Hong Kong making masks. It's, it's a, they're going to have to switch over to something else. Brett, aside from the end of the mask mandate in Hong Kong, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, breaking up with China. For our second story, Netflix on stage. And for our last story, new comp structures. For our first story, Brett, like a bad situationship that keeps dragging on, U.S. companies want to break it off with China. I guess my question is, how are they going to do that? So Gore-Tec, a major Apple supplier, invested millions into a new production plant in Vietnam and is weighing an Indian expansion as it looks to leave China. Now, according to the company's chairman, partners like Apple are not so subtly nudging them to jump ship. This is important because Apple is more invested in China than perhaps any other Western company. So experts previously thought it would take years to move even a fraction of its production somewhere else. And Gore-Tec's move is the first sign that the shift may happen a lot quicker than people thought. And it's no surprise why this is all happening. Tensions between China and the West were running high before the spy balloon mania, and now the potential for policy headaches has only increased. Plus, last year's COVID lockdowns highlighted the risks of supply chains that are over-reliant on China or any one country. And soon, China might not even present the benefit of the world's largest labor force, as India is set to usurp the title of the most populous nation almost any day. U.S. companies are feeling pretty meh about China. One survey found China was a top priority for near-term investment plans for 45% of firms, down from 59% of firms in 2019. Yes, but reports of China's death as the world's factory floor may be premature. Chinese factory activity expanded at its fastest pace in over a decade last month. Even if China is no longer viable as the world's factory, as some claim, it's still currently really open for business. For a second story, ah, the theater. Home to William Shakespeare, brilliant actors throughout the ages, thousands of years of story tradition, and now a prequel to Netflix original series. So, Jay, which Netflix shows can I expect to see on Broadway next? Well, Brett, Netflix's first stage play will premiere later this year in London's famous West End. The play Stranger Things, The First Shadow, is a prequel to the mega-hit show, taking place 20 years before the series takes place and featuring some of the main characters. I guess our first question is, are they going to play Netflix's famous da-da sound <laughs> before the curtains open? And our second and probably more important question is, why are they doing this? The company's looking to capitalize on its biggest hits in new ways, as it believes that sustaining smash hits is the main path toward growth, viewership, and the holy grail, which is brand loyalty. 
Now, from a Bridgerton ball to a Knives Out murder mystery party, Netflix has dabbled in using live experiences to wring money out of their IP, but live theater is a whole new gambit. All said, that being said, live theater featuring a Netflix show is already a proven winner. It just wasn't done by Netflix. Last year, the unofficial Bridgerton musical, it's funny to say, sold out its first and only performance, leading to a swift copyright infringement suit from Netflix. I'm sure that was swift. It will be a while till box office receipts roll in, but the first shadow could be a massive moneymaker. Theater based on existing IP has been proven to be hugely popular, with a show like Harry Potter and the Cursed Child becoming one of the most successful plays ever. And here's the bottom line. From Netflix's leap into center stage to Disney's Amazon Prime-like service, streamers are searching high and low for new revenue streams and avenues for growth. for our third and final story. Forget about climbing the career ladder. Big tech just wants you to do the actual work. And here's what's happening. Shopify is revamping its compensation structure to reward individual contributors with the same financial incentives that benefit those in management positions. It will be up to employees to decide whether to pursue a manager or quote-unquote crafter career track. So-called crafters are non-managers who work in a variety of functions such as engineering, product development, or fulfillment and delivery, this according to the Globe and Mail. To catch you up, young workers are often told that in exchange for their sanity, sweat, and tears, they'll land cushy management titles with compensation to match. That hierarchy can stop high-performing people with no interest in management from moving up in their careers. According to Shopify's chief HR officer, quote-unquote, some of our most talented crafters were burdened by the managerial tax, which distracted them from building and shipping. And here's why this all matters. Removing the burden of management from quote-unquote crafters without hurting their earning potential signals a shift in priorities for product-focused companies as firms battle to create products and become more efficient. They want their top talent focused on the actual work and not so much the management that comes with it. Now to zoom out. Last month, Meta also asked many of its managers and directors to transition to individual contributor jobs or leave as it tries to make 2023 its year of efficiency. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Brett. Have a good Thursday, Peak Pals. When you give me shock, when-